Hi, welcome to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, and joining me today is Corbin Elliott of Effect Media and host of Peace and Purpose Podcast. Today, we're discussing gaining courage, comforting yourself when you feel uneasy, and strategies for relieving stress. Life is too short, trying to run a business and balance what you love. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, a former corporate marketing drone and certified life coach turned mompreneur who got fed up with the mom guilt that comes from trying to have the perfect work-life balance. Why can't we have a fit life and a fit business? I'm here to make it easier to be your own boss and enjoy your life. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes. We're going all in with interviews with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, risk takers, coaches, and side hustlers, along with solo episodes with yours truly to provide actionable tools, tactics, processes, and even case studies so you can discover how to create, maintain, and or grow a total fit lifestyle you deserve. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. Welcome to the show, Corp. What's going on? How we doing? <laughs> well, I am so glad to have you on the show. Now, just so you know, we are all going through a season where we can have like this feeling where we're doing so much, but we're not getting enough done and we have toxic productivity. Now you have some awesome stories for us and some things that we can dive right into. So before we get into that, let's get a tiny bit of your background and before we get into some of those actionable steps that we can get into, what's some of your background? Yeah, sure. So in college, just speaking about toxic productivity, I was making a lot of decisions for the wrong reasons. I had a lot of interest, but the thing that I was mainly pursuing in my life was a medical education. So you want to talk about toxic productivity, <laughs> prime example. And I had a lot of problems based out of the fact that I was doing things because I was too scared to do anything else. So I was like, oh, medicine, yeah, people will like this. I can say it at a cocktail party. Nobody will ask questions. I'll be revered or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it got really bad. Like, that sounds fine and dandy until you start pursuing it and you start taking, you know, the hardest classes that I ever took, one called organic chemistry, and being overworked, I took organic chemistry online at, out of state, at my girlfriend's house with her family, working all day, every day, like I was literally eating, I would eat a sandwich for lunch, and I would be typing with the other hand, that was the level I was at, it got so bad, one, just the workload, but secondly, because I didn't actually want to become a doctor, catch 22 there, and it got so bad that I started having psychosomatic muscle spasms from being so anxious about continuing to pursue the career path that I was. Being locked into something that didn't allow me a lot of freedom and took over my life. And I got to a breaking point where I was literally trapped in bed because my whole body was spasming. All my muscles, if I tried to weight bear or do anything would cramp up terribly. So I got to the point at a very young age where I could not walk to the bathroom without the assistance of someone. And I said, oh, okay, maybe we got a problem here. I think, I think, I think we got a problem. And from there, it was a real journey of growing pains and a bunch of just being very uncomfortable with facing the fact that I was no longer pursuing something that looked good on paper, and I just had a, a lot of growing pains based out of that. But that's a little bit about me and just my, I guess, my story background. Gotcha. Now, you had to have tons of courage to come out of that and 
so many of us are faced with situations where we have to have courage. How do we find courage to make a change in our life? Perspective. So the, the whole reason that I'm this dude talking on the internet these days is because I want to provide perspective to people who are going to a similar situation that I was. Now, the situation is getting stuck in indifference on a decision for a long period of time, and yet having the answer. So let me explain. I want to help people. I want to empower people by giving them perspective about how miserable I was then and how much better I'm doing now because I made decisions that were maybe a little unorthodox or they weren't in the plan originally or whatever. A great way to gain courage is listening and gaining perspective from people that are outside of your circle. Your circle traditionally a bunch of people just taking sociology, they have a similar blueprint for how life should go. And if you're making a big, dramatic decision, generally, if it requires courage, it's going to be something that's outside of the blueprint. And I think a lot of the reason that people get stuck, or at least one of the barriers, is the social barrier of that's not what we've been told life is about, or that's mm -hmm. not the path that we've been told we should pursue. So a great way to get courage to step out of that box of what people around you are telling you to do is to listen to podcasts just like this and gain perspective from somebody who's done something courageous and come out on the other side as, as a happier, more just fulfilled person in, in the day-to-day -day life. So gaining the ability to realize that there's a positive outcome in the long term, even though it's scary to disrupt your social circle. So basically, it's literally just actually taking that step, taking that one single step and not being overwhelmed with the end result, but taking that sure. one step in front of you. I, th I think that's a great lead too. Yeah, it's it's important. And if you'll start to judge yourself, if you try to compare, let's talk about comparing yourself to other people on the same path. That's important too. So if you, if you change directions and you're doing something with courage, generally going to be starting from the bottom. And by just a metric that's going to happen, if you're starting at the bottom, there's going to be people above you. If you allow their progress to be the the thing that make makes or breaks your self-esteem you're screwed immediately mm -hmm. so it's really important that you recognize that you're only playing against yourself and you're just making incremental progress which is something a lot of people talk about so i definitely agree okay all right so with that being said there's times that we really need to comfort ourselves. And a lot of times we look for other people to give us that comfort and to actually make us feel better. But it's more important that we can find that within. What are your strategies for finding comfort for yourself? Yeah. So this can be very hard. So we, we were talking about courage and you make a decision that is different from what a lot of people around you are doing. I really focus on the social because that's a lot of what my background is what I noticed. And whenever you are playing on a different blueprint than the person next to you, maybe your parents, maybe your friends or whatever, the people you consider to be close to you, it's very uncomfortable, honestly, especially if you're starting that blueprint and it's not, you haven't reached quote unquote success or whatever that is to you. So in this process, if you want to stay on the path, you're going to need to figure out ways to comfort yourself, to center yourself, to whatever you want to call it. So I do a lot of different things here. If you, and I'm sure you've talked about meditation or you've, you guys mm -hmm. have heard about meditation before. Yes. This is so incredibly important 
whenever you are really having a rough time. Meditation and journaling. Mm -hmm. And actually, I'd like to talk about journaling first. So here's just a quick tip. It's very practical, something you can do. Anytime that you feel like if you're in a decision, you've made the decision to pursue something different, you've had the courage, you get to a point where you're feeling very overwhelmed in general, here's an exercise you can do. It's called a brain dump, which I love. You just get out a piece of paper. There's no prompt. There's no anything like that. And this is, you can do this in one minute, 30 seconds, five minutes, however much time you have. But ideally, just this is a stream of consciousness. So everything that you think, you write. And as crazy as that may seem or ridiculous, this is the thing that got me through the moments when I was just like, my whole body was just screaming, red alert, stop, turn back, do the medicine thing again. Doing the activity where I literally just write everything, I th it puts you at ease. It, it is the weirdest freaking thing, but that's something I'd really recommend. Don't prompt yourself. Just start writing on a piece of paper everything you're thinking. So that's one little thing for helping people to be more comfortable in those really uncomfortable moments. Yes. And I could not agree with you more. We are very big brain dumpers and just getting that Perfect. reassurance. It's just in, and actually applying it to an uncomfortable situation. Not so, sometimes, of course, we might do it when we're confused or we don't, we're lacking direction, but to do it when you feel uncomfortable and uneasy is another excellent reason to pull out a paper and just brain dump and get it all out. So it's not yes. haunting you. And I think that is so huge for relieving stress as well. But you also have other techniques for relieving stress. What do you right. do when you're stressed out? Like we were talking about before, meditation is big. I really like the body, like mindfulness meditation. So it, it's all about where you focus. So remember this. So if you're focusing and you're very in your head and there's a lot of things circling around in your head, it's going to be problematic to consider to, con to continue to focus on that. So you need to divert attention for the time being until you can, until you're calm enough. Cause if you're super uncomfortable, it's not the time to try to work problems out. in my opinion, right. of course. And so now is the time to divert attention. And I think the best way to do that is to actually bring it down into your body. So anything for you, I can't give a specific prescription, but for, I like meditation, it's body mindfulness. I'm paying attention to how my left kneecap is feeling right now. So it's very hard to pay attention to that, the deadline at work right now. So if you can do that just for a momentary thing, maybe you like to run. I don't, maybe <laughs> you do. And that takes you out of your body. Maybe you like to, you know, go to the gym and, and lift weights or anything that really you can do things with your body and get out of your head. And this, so this is the temporary play, right? This is the discomfort guard. So then later, whenever you're in a better place mentally, you can actually work on your problems. But I think that's a completely different phase from this more pacifying behavior sounds bad, but it's important to find homeostasis again before you decide to try to solve the problem, I found. Oh, I totally agree with that. Very interesting take. Yes. So what would be your strategies as far as across the board for actually having a more at ease life? Now you've given us tons of strategies already, but are there any, is there anything in particular that, that you do that you've noticed that, you know what, I've done this and I've done that. And when this doesn't work, this is Sure. So I'm a big systems guy. Mm -hmm. So I talked about solving problems or whatever. Mm -hmm. Once you're in this stage, which is what we're talking about, it's time to figure out what you like doing and then build your entire life out 
to where you maximize the time that you're spent in. That makes mm-hmm. it because you're actually expressing yourself, right? You're not repressing the things that you actually want to do in this limited time we have here. And building out systems to where that's actually practical because we all have responsibilities. We all have these things that we say we have to do or whatever. And a lot of the things, there's, there's a complexity in lots of different systems, but spending time, maximizing your time in things that actually bring you bliss and, and knowing what those things are, you do that through systems. And so, for an example, with me, maybe I'd rather play basketball for an hour in the afternoon, meet up with some friends. That's going to make me happy. That's going to relax me. But the problem is I have a kitchen that's super dirty. How can I, how can I shift this? How can I build in a system that allows me to have my to not have to spend the time cleaning the kitchen. But there's a couple of different ways. Eliminate, automate, outsource. So eliminate may be impractical here, at least for me it is. I want a clean kitchen. So right. the first question you ask is, can I eliminate the task? No, I really can't eliminate that task. The second thing you can do is automate. So if it's your floors, maybe you get a Roomba, uh, a Roomba that works well, of course. That's mm-hmm. important. And so you have this Roomba that then you save your time as opposed to having to, to clean the floors or whatever in this essence. Or if you have the capital to do, you can even outsource and hire a maid, of course. But it's important to notice the things that you don't like doing and the things that you do doing. And you either eliminate, automate, or outsource the things you don't like doing so that then logically you have more time for the things that are important to you. So that's just one little example of a system you can put in place to get you thinking for your own specific cases of things you don't like doing so that you can do the same. Yes, I think that's excellent. And because I was definitely waiting for that. Like, is there a way to clean up your kitchen? Somebody needs to develop that, Corbin, a kitchen cleaner, right? Just just to do the full thing. It's important to think about that, to think about these things. Uh, Another one's like people mowing uh, lawns, do a similar thing. Do you want to spend your time? And there's, and I actually, I wrote a book and I actually built out these time and money equations to where you can, because you've got to have the the self-awareness to know what things you like and what you don't. And then you've got to figure out your financial situation and put things in order. But just make sure that you actually pick apart your life and make changes in that way as necessary and take sacrifice when you see them to be needed personally. So self-awareness is huge, massive. Journaling is huge, but then take those journal topics and and project them into the world. Yes, I think that's huge, actually projecting them into the world and and getting them off of paper and put those dreams into act. So one of the things, Corbin, that is so important to our listeners is the ability to have access to a mentor. And so many of us don't have access to a mentor. And That's one reason why we have the mentoring moment segment of the show. So I'm going to ask a thought-provoking question. Maybe you can give us your mentorship. So what advice would you have given yourself five years ago at your lowest point? Sure. It would be if you don't have clarity about exactly what you want, drop everything and do that. Mm. Find clarity. That's what I would have told myself. And that's very good. That's very good. And what would be your best take in finding clarity when you're so confused? I would suggest this. It's an exercise called the uh, the joy journal. So I did this for 30 days, and this is a, a practical journaling exercise. I love journaling, as you can tell. And at the end of every day, you write down the things that made you the happiness, the happiest or the the most joyful, I guess you could say, the things you enjoyed the most. And then at 15 days and at 30 days, 
you look back and you search for commonalities. And by doing so, you can then pick out the things that you really want to do in your day-to-day life. And that, that really helps you to get clear on what things, because I think this whole thing is more positive emotions than negative emotions. And then the higher you can bounce that ratio to positive, the better. And the best way to do this, in my opinion, is to literally take what things bring you positive emotions, and then that makes you very clear on what things you want in the future to replicate, to have similar experiences, and that's just a good way to figure that out. That is definitely a great takeaway. Now, Corbin, you have given us so much great information, and everyone would want to know how to reach out to you. Now, we're going to have your information in the show notes, but what's your favorite place to be contacted? My favorite place, number one, is uh, it's called EffectMediaProductions.com. So this is our website, and on there we've got our podcast. Uh, Pretty soon we're going to have music offerings, all different sorts of things. So really everything is built into that website. Okay, great. Thank you so much for bringing value on the show, and thank you so much for being here. No problem. Thanks for having me. Let's stop this hustle mode. Take control of your life by using our free daily planner template today. It's so easy that anyone can use it, even if you don't consider yourself organized or a list maker. All you have to do is follow along because I've also included a free instructional video that you don't even need, but it's just there to support you. Visit www.totalfitbosschick.com backslash one day at a time and get your free, simple daily planner template today. As always, thanks for listening.